here. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome. <laughs> to Gig Tales. This is Gig Tales. The podcast. The podcast. Where <clears throat> we talk about, I don't even know what we talk about anymore, especially now. I don't think there are any rules. I don't think we really had rules before. And I we think. We didn't. Yeah. This. Well. We determined previously that all rules are made up. Yeah, they are. And as we are learning in this pandemica, all <laughs> rules really are made up. Pandemica. Oh. There's going to be a kid named Pandemica. Oh, for sure. Guarantee it. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard that one yet. That's pretty good. Lots like of new it. ones. Yeah. Well, so here yeah. we are. Welcome back to mm-hmm. Gig Tales, the podcast mm-hmm. where you tell us and then we tell you about live performances. Mm-hmm. All crazy shit that happens oh. because once upon a time, kids, people used to perform in front of human beings live in the same room, not just on like, you know, Instagram live or whatever. Um, <laughs> and some crazy shit would happen. And yeah. yeah. So... Someday we'll be telling uh, our children's generation about how people used to interact in person with one another. And you'd t- be able to touch human flesh. It was crazy. It's just unheard of. But it did. It used to happen. And we still have lots of stories in the bank from when that used to happen. And we know people who have stories in the bank. So um, we will get to that. But uh, Terry, right before we started, I'm like, Terry, do you have? do we have any like updates from last week? Or, you know, sometimes... <laughs> All of you, our uh, our fans out there, Greg and Brent, and Brent Sarah and Sarah, um, <laughs> you guys know. Sometimes we'll do like corrections or like updates from things, and we're like sitting here, like ah, I don't really think there's really anything going on. And then Terry got really, really excited and like interrupted herself mid sentence, like she had some big update. So this better be good, I, Terry. What, I what have a major update. Okay. If you all. All from uh, our January episode, we were talking about Little Women mm-hmm. and how I thought Amy in her, there's an opening scene when we first meet all them, they're all the girls, they're off with a f- different people in different places. And I thought Amy called her Aunt March, Aunt March. <laughs> so Sean and I, the other day, it was on streaming somewhere and we were, it was like raining and we were like, oh, let's put on a movie. Let's put on Little Women. And so we put it on and we're just sitting on the couch and I saw them in the carriage, Amy and Aunt March, and Sean started talking and I went, shh, 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 shut up. And he got really mad because I was shushing him and she jumps out of the carriage and she goes, Aunt March. And I screamed so loud. <laughs> I said, she said it. She fucking said it. Holy shit. She said it. Uh, Sean described my yelling. <laughs> As if I was the first person seeing the Zapruder film for the first <laughs> time in history. That's how I excited I was. And Sean even noticed someone else. I think Joe said it later in the movie, very quietly in passing, aren't March. So apparently, okay. aren't is a thing mm-hmm. in Massachusetts. Uh-huh. to call an aunt because i've heard it before i mean in the past i, I was gonna say so if you heard someone else say it i was gonna say like maybe if it was just that one it was just a like a weird take and she kind of like weirdly enunciated it or something and then if they were like this is the only good take we have or something but if it was like Oof. more than once i mean yeah i think that's a massachusetts why? thing why is it a thing i think oh my god my dog is <laughs> 
<laughs> Terry oh, looks like going <laughs> computer just looked like she was in an earthquake. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, oh. But yeah, I guess so. It must be one of those old Massachusetts things that like stuck oh. around, and a random smattering of people might still like say it. That's crazy. That this yeah. is it's it's very off topic, but it's reminding me. Last night we were watching. Um, have you ever watched the Ultimate Tag Show? It's like a. <laughs> It's like it's like it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's ultimate tag. It reminds me of like American Gladiators, where they have like like special characters. So they have like I don't know, Flow and Storm and whatever the fuck else. Like the people that are there every week, and then like regular people come on and they try to beat these people in games of ultimate tag. So it's death. It's like it's like parkour tag. Like they're they're in these like arenas or like things with like lots of obstacles and shit they have to like jump over and on and whatever and they have it's basically like like flag football or whatever where they have like the flags and they have to pull them off each other and that's how they like tag them but anyway they they have like different games so like there's somewhere like they were it reverses halfway through or something and like the tagger becomes the taggy and like i don't know <laughs> it's like a whole thing ah so, that old literary <laughs> trope so at one point they're doing a thing where like I think there were multiple, there were like teams. So it was like the commoners versus like the professional tag people. I don't know. And the ones like, who can't compete in the tag Olympics. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. tag Olympics mm-hmm. rejects. And they had to, they were like teams and you could like capture people and put them in like a jail and the object, you had to like push a button and we're like, what is this? And my, my, we were, Tom and I with my parents and my dad goes, it's relievio. Didn't you, did you ever play Relievio? It's Relievio. And he starts yelling, Relievio. And we're like, what the fuck? No idea. Literally no idea. He's like, this is what we used to play every day at recess. Every day. Like you to, guys don't know I this? Used, I'm like, yeah. No and my idea. aunt Smith would yeah. come out. No idea. Am I, so I'm like, okay, my mom's there. She's around. Yeah, she's you know, same age. Grew up around in the same area. She's like, I have no idea. So she starts Googling it. And she finds out it's like, the game was called like Ringo Livio and it was like it originated like a disease that you need a cream for. <laughs> or a I saw that ad. Yeah. <laughs> so it originated in like, I think it might've been like the Bronx or something. And then she hands the like iPad to my dad and he starts reading. And then at the bottom, like in the bottom of the paragraph, it's like also known by the name of Relivio in Ireland and Boston. Like what? Like in the late fifties and the Ireland and Boston or something like that. I was like, what in the hell? So apparently they called everyone aren't and they played this game Relievio. So if you know what the fuck Relievio is, you let us know and ask your doctor if Relievio is right for you. (laughs) I think that's what Tom Tom said. It sounds like something you give somebody to, I don't know. Yeah. Clear up a rash (laughs) or worse. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Today, now that the women are done talking, today we have here with Ashley. Who do we have here with us? So, so I didn't want to make the same mistake that Terry made last week and uh, pronounce our guest's name wrong. So I have to say, uh, we have a, a very special guest, Tim Bono. Right? Did I do it right? You said it right. Yes. Which right. okay. So ten points for Ashley. So, <laughs> it's stored now. It's in my memory. Um, he spells his last name B U O N O. So I feel like maybe I don't know. Everyone I've heard in like the our kind of music scene has pronounced it like differently. I've heard like Bueno and 
Buono and Buono. I like I love just sitting back and listening, watching people try to figure it out. It's it's very entertaining. Did, did your family add the U when they arrived at Ellis Island in the eighties? No idea. In the eighties to avoid an association with Bono, to avoid an association with Bono. Is that's that what exactly they did? right. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. I, I I'll have to ask my grandfather. I'll, I'll check with. Him. I wouldn't it. blame him. That's that's something to be avoided for sure. Right. Um, so Tim is. I mean, I'll let you. I'll let him tell you who he is. But um, Tim is a, a, a an excellent uh musician singer songwriter performer he has really cool red amps that i just spied in the corner of his (laughs) his room and he turned his camera to show us his little peek at his music gear um and mainly i know tim through my husband tom so tom as he has told on this podcast and i have told stories of not only plays drums, but he also does sound for other bands. So Tom has done sound for you, Tim, and your band uh, a bit. And I don't know, Tom, Tom's here. Tom, did you talk about any on your episode? Did you any of your atrocious gig stories were any of them Tim's? Oh, that's good. All of them. He says no, actually, <laughs> which is surprising. I remember my <laughs> most notable gig is something that you guys did at like, <laughs> it's like an apple orchard or something because Tom brought me home. Um, these like little honey, like these like local homemade honey candies. And yeah. I, I love honey and they're so freaking good. And I feel like a grandma, like with them in my purse. And like once in a while, if there's <laughs> someone I really like, I'll be like, do you like honey? I have something for you. Come here. And I'll like dig in my purse, wow. but I don't like advertise that I have them. Cause I don't want to give them away to people. But yeah, I, <laughs> I think I, wasn't yep, that I remember happy. that gig. See, <laughs> Yep. So um, I'm sure you play more than uh, honey orchards. So <laughs> I think it's just that one. I think that's the only apple orchard we've ever played. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good gig though. I mean, what was the yeah. gig you just played in an apple orchard with just the three of you? Um, no, it was my full band. They set up a, like a bandstand in the middle of like the trees in a field. So it was like wicked country. So. <laughs> there was something with the timing, wasn't there? Yeah, so it was right in the middle of um, Tripoli. That was the pandemic of the week. So, oh, remember back? So when there we weren't as many people as we hoped. So, yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm always scared of Tripoli. I never stop thinking about it. Ashley, well, you'll yeah. find out when we do the Freaky Friday and we switch bodies. <laughs> that's and you right. Get- yeah. Like, You'll still think about it. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> like, oh that? Really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so give us a little background. Like what what is what do you do? Who are you? What do you do? How did you get to where you're you're at? Tell our listeners your story. Well, hi, I'm Tim. <laughs> nice to meet you. Hi, Tim. <laughs> hi, um, Tim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am Musicians Anonymous. I'm taking a part in this. <laughs> we oh. need it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, don't know, I started playing guitar when I was maybe 12 or so. Um, it was after my parents took me to see Brad Paisley. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my dad and I kind of fell in love with his music. And um, we, we went to go see him at Indian Ranch. And uh, after that, I was just hooked. I'm like, dang, that's what I want to do someday. That'd be so fun. That'd be would be cool. You kind of look like and, a young uh, Brad Paisley. I'm not going to lie. I, I get that all the time. I, I never, don't know why. I never thought it until you said Brad Paisley. And then they're like, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went to the Grand Ole Opry one time to see a show. And one of the workers asked, she's like, are you related to Brad Paisley? I'm like, 
No. <laughs> I think we subconsciously, <laughs> I think we can subconsciously try to look like the people that we admire. And I think we also subconsciously tend to admire sometimes people that we look like a little oh, bit. So shit. I, I think it goes both ways. So I can see that. Psychology yeah, cast. Fair. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That's fair. So I want to admire. <laughs> like, <I know. laughs> Go ahead. Hmm. I want to I think about this for a minute. <laughs> think about it. Okay. So Brad Pace, I mean, that's a pretty damn good. I mean, he's God in concert. First of all, he just runs around and shreds like at the same oh, time. And you're like, how, like, how do you have that much energy? How can you like move around like that and play? Like it, it's just insane. Right. You can too with Relievio. <laughs> Ask your doctor if Relievio is good for you. Oh man. So that's, Relivio that's, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> That would be good. So that's a pretty good, yeah, inspiration. So then you started playing guitar. Started playing, yep. And um, I was really just playing in uh, at my house, and I, I wouldn't let anybody listen to me. But um, mm-hmm. I was always like embarrassed because they're like a twelve, thirteen, fourteen year old kid, and you're like awkward, and you know, you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna do my own thing, thanks. <laughs> or a thirty-five year old woman too. I mean. <laughs> or that too. I mean. <laughs> sometimes things don't change (laughs) i a true like joke aside but also a good joke am i right you guys um i don't like to play for anyone or sing for anyone or perform for anyone i i've never felt comfortable with it so i don't know no it's just not my thing i like to be musical and i like to uh like collaborate and work with others i like being in a choir i like playing with other people but i definitely don't like being one of a kind yeah I can see that. Setting. Mm-hmm. It's harder to sing for like two people than it is for a thousand. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Then yeah. you know it's just those two people and they're judging you hardcore. It's really, <laughs> first of all, where do you yeah. look? Like, yeah. I don't know what to do yeah. with my eyes. Look down. <laughs> look down. Like, I, it's so awkward. People are like, yeah. do people do that to you? And like, like family parties or like, get, let's sing something. It's like, uh, what? I don't, I can't, I suddenly don't know any songs. I don't know. Nope. I don't, I don't do that. No, I don't do that. I make a, I make a really bitchy joke. Like, uh, please, I get paid for that. So unless you're gonna, you know, you can't afford me. Yeah. I'll send an invoice if you want, but yeah. Um, okay. So you're an awkward teenager playing for yourself alone. Yes. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) I can relate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then you know, typical, my mom was, my, both my parents were always pretty supportive, but my mom was like, you need to start playing out live, like whatever. So they Aww. made a deal with me. They said, we will buy you a really nice guitar if you promise to go play out live and do something with it. I was like, okay, oh. fine. Oh, that's so, really sweet. <laughs> that's insanely supportive. I mean, yeah, they were always wicked supportive. So um, wow. I did it and I, I kept up my end of the bargain. I just started posting on like, you know, YouTube and then I made an Instagram and Facebook and all that and started building a following kind of thing. And, um, you know, one thing led to another and I ended up, there was like a record company that I saw, like liked one of my posts or whatever. And I saw they're a new record company. So I was like, Oh, Hey, you know, this was in like 2015, 16, whatever, you know? And I think it was just one of those things where it's just like, they were going through, like they clicked on hashtag country music and liked every single post, but I was like, whatever. Um, so I reached out to them and they're in our rep. I, I ended up chatting with him and he's like, yeah, dude, come to Nashville. Let's chat, whatever. And so I was like, okay, it's that easy. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I really, I just met him and um, we ended up really hitting it off and we've kind of stayed in touch throughout the years. 
Um, and we've become really good friends. Like I've stayed at his house when I go to Nashville, he stays at my house when he comes to Boston. And, uh, so long story short, um, we've been writing like nonstop, um, with quarantine happening. So we do a lot of zoom rights and, um, he he's not with that record label anymore, but he decided he reached out and said, Hey, listen, I'm going to start my own label. He goes, I love these songs we're putting out. Um, so he goes, let's, he goes, I want to sign you. Let's do it. I'll sign you. I'll give you a record deal. We're going to put out these songs. And yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> that's super exciting. Congrats. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah seriously. That's amazing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, and, I, and I mean, that's how it happens, right? Like relationships and having like real friendships and relationships and like working hard and writing and like yeah. creating content and just doing your thing. And right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a awesome. grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just honestly, a lot of it's just the right, right person, right time kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I also think you like you kind of said, no, it's not that easy. Like, oh, reach out to someone and then it all works out. But like you took the initiative. You saw like, oh, this record company, I'm going to reach out to that record company. I'm going to form a relationship with this person. So part of it is like risk taking and reaching out and putting in the legwork. Right. You know, and when I when I was like kind of doing all that, I think in like 2017 or 2018, I went down back to Nashville for like CMA Fest. And that was just as I was graduating college. And I, I was like, you know what? I was really highly considering moving to Nashville. And I went to CMA Fest and I was, I was lucky enough. I got to meet um, Christian Bush from Sugarland, mm-hmm. And I just talked to him. He's very down to earth. And I asked him like straight up. I'm like, hey, listen. So, you know, I live in the Boston area and um, I'm thinking about moving to Nashville. You know, this is what I do for music, whatever. We ended up chatting for like 10 minutes. And he told me, he was the first person to tell me, he goes, don't move here. I'm like, really? don't move here. Yeah. It's, I was like, what makes you say that? He goes, if you move here, you are just like every, everybody else. Everybody's moving here right now. He goes, do your thing in Boston. Make, make Nashville notice you. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, light bulb. Mm-hmm. So I stayed here. and I'm happy I stayed here because, you know, now I'm still close. Like, I, I only live 20 minutes away from my parents. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, my brother's only like 45 minutes away. And my sister still lives at home. So it's like, I'm still close to my family. My, my wife's family, same thing. Mm-hmm. So we can still have that and have our life here, but I can still do the music thing too. I mean, he's probably right too. Like in 1960 or 70, it might've made sense to move to Nashville or, you know, New York or whatever to do, to work on your music, but you can work on it from anywhere now. Like things are so different. It's probably the only thing that's different is the live music scene, obviously. Right. We have a good one here, but it's not quite as you know, I don't want to say it's good. That that seems mean, but I mean, it's well, Nashville. It pays more you know? than Nashville. It does. Really? Yeah. yeah. There are oh, le- yeah. I mean, there are less, way less gigs, but they pay more. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. That makes mm-hmm. sense, I guess. Yeah. But like you said, you can work remote from anywhere. Like I, I have a microphone and a little studio set up here at home. And, um, you know, my now my record label, I could say. Yeah. Um, they okay. build the tracks in Nashville. And then I lay the vocals down here and I just email them and then they build it all there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right. Yeah, it's the future, oh. baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> it's 2020. There's a right. pandemic, but we can all work from home. So that's right. Mm-hmm. That's cool. yeah. um, so wait, you have a brother and a sister. I do. Are either of them musical? Are you? Are they older, younger? What's the birth order? I'm smack dab in between. I'm the middle child. Okay. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, my brother's older. My sister's younger. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother, he grew up. Um, he did a lot of like theater and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so in high school I would go see him in his plays and he always like scored either the lead or the second lead or whatever. So he was, he was like the beast in beauty and the beast. So like, I always saw him singing and performing and where like, I am not into musicals or theater or anything like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was still cool to like get to see him perform. And um, so I kind of got my start seeing that, you know, my sister, she does like um, choreography, like dances and stuff like oh, that. Wow. Cool. What does your brother do now? He is, uh, he's like a high up at Amazon. Uh, it's like way over my head. So. Oh, shit. But does he still do music at all? Oh. <laughs> no, no, I mean, that, no, no. That was a perfectly good answer because I think doing both is important. If you can do both, great. But if he is yep. still doing music, like is Amazon. He, he is. Yeah. So he actually encouraged me, um, which I haven't done yet, but he started taking vocal lessons um, right in Boston. And um, a few times a year, he does performances and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, we're into very different music. Like I love country. He loves, you know, the pop side and which is fine. Like we, we meet in the middle on like Billy Joel and Frank Sinatra and we both love that. But yeah, classics. We're, um, we're fucking yeah, crazy we're for yacht rock in our family. It just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's love cool it. though. So you're all, I mean, and your sister with choreography, I mean, that's still, you're all, it seems like you're very, you're artistic. Are your parents, are they musicians? Um, are they artists at all? Yeah. Like I, I don't really know. Like I know my dad played drums when he was a kid and really um, count. my mom, my mom played. <laughs> I know. I, like yeah, my, my dad's a drummer and I'm married to a drummer. So I think I get, yeah, exactly. I get to make those jokes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and then my mom, like she always like, she had a guitar around um, and she, she played a little bit and she can sing um, for sure. Nice. Uh, but none of us were ever good at sports. Like I was never <laughs> athletic. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Like I played freshman baseball, like in high school and I was the worst. Was just, you know, <laughs> and I knew it too. I was like, like I'm just not like, I, I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, it's a game. I'd rather be fishing. I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. You know? yeah. I totally but that's just it. me. You know? So I, my parents always said that like, if you're not going to play sports, you got to do something. You're not just sitting at home doing nothing. So, you know, yeah. that's where we found music. And like my sister, like she loves country music and we bond over that all the time. We're always sending each other songs and, mm-hmm. you know, she just sent me a message a little while ago about like, you know, Ryan Hurd's new album and Fred Eldridge's new stuff. She's like, you gotta listen midnight. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. So it's music is a big part of our family for sure. So I don't think my sister and I like any of the same music. (laughs) No. Now that I'm thinking, I mean, well, we both like the Beatles. We love the Beatles. There you go. But if I'm going to send her something, I would never like recommend music to her. I would never, and I don't think we'd ever share anything like, oh, did you hear this? The only time I ever send her like links or like jokes or references or updates or information of any kind is when it's Beatles related and her the same as well. I don't think we like any of the same music. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> you can ask Sean, though, about my sister and you could probably ask my mom. I'll get her on. I'll get her to join. Yeah. We are very different people. It's mm. Uh, unbelievable how different we are interesting it's interesting how that can happen with siblings you know mm-hmm. right like you grow up in the same house you have the same parents and one's a murderer and one is the president of the <laughs> umass uh education system how does that happen right not i don't want to about terry's family i don't want to name anyone individually but yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow you know okay. what I'm talking about. Man. so we went that from, took a turn <laughs> i know this is welcome to the podcast um so 
I know. So how many gigs like do you think that you've you've played? That's like a horrible question to Oof. ask cuz like yeah, that's like fast math well, and memory, but how often are you typically playing out? Let's talk like post COVID, you know, world obviously. So last year was our busiest year yet. Um we played over 50 shows easy. Mm-hmm. Um and that's between like I have my full band and um, but then I also do like an acoustic project with a buddy of mine named James. Um, so we do a lot of those. Nice. And um, yeah, so between the two of them, yeah, at least at least 50 last year. Um, and then I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I don't even know. Yeah, I, <laughs> like I, between I, the gigs I, I played this year, I, I can't even remember. Like, like, I think our last gig was in March, mm-hmm. you know, right mm-hmm. before COVID hit. So yeah. Do you have like a like a regular gig that you play, or are you playing all different kinds of new stuff typically? Uh, well, we did. So um, my buddy James and I, like I said, we have that acoustic project. We just simply go Tim and Jim, and we just play like nice. country songs, rock songs. I know it's great. Um, country songs, rock songs, and sing-alongs, and like we have our iPad, and we just take requests. And if we don't know it, we'll still play it. We'll just figure it out. You know, whatever. It could be terrible, but that's how you get tips, right? So, Oh, that's, um, an, that's a slightly different uh, working theory than we've had in the past on this podcast. <laughs> that's, but I just like roll it, with it. That's, just roll with it. That's Nashville. And, and that's honestly, Nashville people love it though. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so, um, so wait, you play guitar and sing, what is he doing? He sings too. And he'll play a little harmonica. He'll okay. play like a stomp box, whatever. Cool. But we, to answer Terry's question, like mm-hmm. we had a kind of a residency thing going at six string in Foxborough. Yep. But like Thursday nights we were doing acoustic there, Um, but then they all got canceled because of um, Mm -hmm. COVID. Mm -hmm. Are they coming back at all? Have they made a plan? They haven't really made an announcement yet. Um, You know, talking to Dennis over there, he he said they're still trying to figure it out, which I totally understand. It's, you know, it's all new. So. Yep. Yep. Someday. We we, we have a couple gigs we're peppering in, Mm -hmm. like just outdoor stuff. Right. Yeah. Same. Yep good though it's like weird i i don't even know what i'm gonna do tom's like uh we have to like look at our song list and see because we have a gig in like two weeks i'm like i don't even know if my like hands remember how to play our songs so that's right interesting it's so much like muscle memory yeah yeah new men this one is both of mine coming up are in new hampshire too which is kind of opening a little quicker than mass so and they're both outside but yeah, so much of it is like muscle memory when you play, you know, so much of the same stuff over and over so often that it's like, uh, I hope it's, I hope it's still there, but we'll see. We'll probably have some good gig tales after. Oh, hundred percent, we will. <laughs> God. I think, I think this podcast is about to fucking take off. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> this is yeah. It's I sure happen. hope so. Yeah. I know. Uh, so what are some of your most memorable, favorite, ridiculous, fun, stupid things that have happened at gigs? At gigs? Oh, man. I, I can go all over the map here. All right. Bring us. I'm sure Tom it. can attest to some of these. <laughs> We're with you. <laughs> um, let's see. Like, well, like, so I'll start with a good one. Um, if this was at one of the acoustic shows. Um, I think we were in Taunton. Wait, where are you? Where am I? Where are you? Yeah. I'm home. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you had, yeah, you're in the woods. We can see if you had to describe your town as a ranking by size in the state of Massachusetts. (laughs) No. What town are you in? What town do you Um, live in? So I grew up in Upton. 
Um, okay. I, I moved out to Millbury though. My wife and I just bought a oh, house okay. out there. I just asked because you said Foxborough and Taunton, and that's where I I'm out in that area. So I'm like, are you buying? Oh, this? where are you? I'm in Brockton right now. Oh, okay. Not for long. Not for long. Yeah. But you'll still be close. Close by. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So like, I don't know. We'll, we'll go anywhere. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? So you're in, Tar- uh, you're in Taunton. You're in Taunton. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're in Taunton. And um, we were just wrapping up a gig. And there was, there was a couple that stayed the whole night. And they like, they just were having the time of their lives. It was awesome. And the guy got up after and he said, um, he came up to us and he goes, Hey guys, I just want to, I just want to thank you for tonight. He goes, you know, I've been going through a rough time in my life right now. And you guys just kind of made me forget all that. And he goes, and you know, I used to play guitar as a stress reliever and I stopped. He goes, but I'm going home tonight and I'm, I'm digging out that guitar out of the closet and I'm going to start. And and it was awesome. And now he, like every Facebook live stream we've done, he's tuned in and it's just like, it hit home for, for us. We're like, wow, you know, it's awesome to get to like have a positive impact on somebody, you know? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I, that's yeah, not was, where I thought it was going. No, me either. I'm like, oh, so what? God. So then he grabbed your guitar and he like dropped <laughs> it. He, it. Yeah. yeah. No, we've got, a, I got those. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Another one again with James. Um, this was cool. So this was our, it's actually our first gig ever um, between the two of us. Like we, he's got his rock bands and whatever. He has, he has two rock bands he's in. And then um, I obviously have my country stuff. So we just, we just decided we're like, Hey, like, we have this gig opportunity. Let's just do it together and just wing it and just have fun because like we've been friends since we were little kids. So, Aww. and I knew like we, we used to sing in like church together and stuff. And um, so I knew it was like fun to, to sing with him. And so we, we did that and the gig was at Cheers in Boston and it was for St. Patrick's day. Oh God. And, uh, <laughs> we're like, so uh-huh. it's, <laughs> it's Taurus city, right? <laughs> like I, no joke. People were like smashed. Which is fine. That means they tip it. They were throwing 20s. They're like, play friends in low places. Play waggle. We're like, 20, 20, 20. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is another a good story. Um, so there was this old couple. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I love so, old people very much. <laughs> oh, right? So they are like the most touristy looking like they had the cheers sweatshirt, the cheers hats, and they're just like, they're clapping along. They're having the time of their lives. And, you know, and it was great. We're like, this is awesome. This is a great first gig. You know, we got all sorts of people where people are tipping us great, whatever. And so the old, the old man gets up, he comes over and he goes, hi guys. He shakes both of our hands. This is like a year before COVID. So shaking hands was okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> shakes both of our hands and he goes, you know, I just want to introduce myself. My name's Tom Kelly. And I'm like, Tom Kelly. He goes, I just want you to know, like, I own Cheers. This is my place. And, you know, you guys are awesome. And you're welcome back anytime. We're like, what? <laughs> what? He's like, oh, wearing, he's wearing the sweatshirt. So you're like, oh, oh yeah. Never. Him and his wife. Were just, oh, yeah. Aww. And so the waitress told us after, she goes, I've been working here 20 years. She goes, I've never seen him stop and Aww. listen to the music. He usually comes down, gets his food and goes back to his room. Cause he lives above cheers. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It was awesome. We're like, dang, like that's so cool. You know? But I do have stories from the other side. So all like, right. All right. I'll tell you this one too. So okay. this you is, this is a full band a, show. That's a nice like light switch up for yeah. us because it's always, and then the guy put his finger in mine and we're like, okay. So it's <laughs> nice to get like. The other that's side. never happened. No, God, I hope not. 
no like, yeah i know you know like people are usually pretty good mm-hmm. for the most there was one gig though we were playing at a bar and it was kind of thing where like there's no real this kind of stage but it's more like your your eye level with the people in front of you almost like loretta's but not quite mm-hmm. and um this was not a gig tom was at this was i think this was pre-tom <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dark days, huh? Pre-tom. Dark days, yes. Yeah. yeah. I think Before this is the show we decided of, we'd never do a show without Tom again. Before that ray of sunshine entered your life. <laughs> that bearded ray. <laughs> that majestic ray. beard. You know? <laughs> uh. So we're playing, and there's a, the crowd is very drunk. Yeah. And with whatever, that makes it fun. And this older woman makes her way up to the, to the stage. I'm like, oh boy. And, uh, she like starts leaning on me, like puts her arm around me. I'm like, and I'm singing, I'm trying to sing, play guitar. I'm like, oh, no, not really. <laughs> then she, she whispers in my ear and she's like, you're amazing. You're so I'm like, what? No, no. my band is doing nothing by the way, except watching and laughing. Their ass. Uh-huh. Assholes. And yep. <laughs> then she proceeds to start kissing my neck. <gasps> no, I'm no, like, no, ah. no, no, no. <laughs> No. no. So I ended, up, she, I ended up pushing her off a little bit, and then uh, I think the bouncer took care of it after that. But I'm like, that was the weirdest. When you said stories, that was the first one that came to mind. Where are so the I bouncers went. always? Like, they're never. Every Anytime I've ever had someone get, like, like that, too close, like, up in the in, uh, in your area, like, whatever, even on the – like, the bouncers are around all night except when you need them. It's like, do right. you, you honestly – or like, do people wait? They're like, oh, they're, the bouncer just went to go pee. Like, let's cause some trouble. Like, it's so bad. Right. Yeah. Well, can we can we get a bouncer on here at some point? Yeah. Because I have, I've witnessed not from a performing end, but from a, you know, spectator end, some horrific stuff go on that I'm that like people have gone over to the bouncers and been like, dude, you need to get this guy out of here, yeah. and they're just like, eh. yeah, no. Didn't Terry, can you get Miles? Didn't Miles do that for a while? Yeah. Doing security he did. in Boston. Yeah. Well, for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. I'm sure yeah. he's seen the worst of the worst. Oh yeah. For sure. There's all sorts of like you know, like sometimes if people jump on stage, then whatever. If they're like like kissing on you, nah. No. I'll set with that. Yeah. You know, like at Loretta's sometimes like, you know, a drunk bachelorette girl will jump up on the sub and be like, ah, all right, whatever. Whatever. Have fun. You know, if, but if it's like, not your gear, like if it's the venue's oh, gear, yeah. that's if true. It's mine, that's true. It's like you're not coming anywhere near it. Yeah, right. I had a guy spill his beer on my pedal board one no. time. No, that was not cool. No. I was very upset. <sighs> he, he literally, like, I watched him do it, and he looks. He's like, and I gave him this look, like, dude, I, I'm in the middle of singing. I can't yeah. stop. And he just kind of like, you ever see that that gif of like Homer Simpson just kind of going back into the, back into the that's exactly what it was like. <laughs> that's my favorite gif of all time, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that all the time. Yes. Oh, no. I mean, at least he like recognized that he did it, that it was like, yeah. you know, yeah. sometimes they're like sloshing around and they don't even know, like they don't even realize. Oh yeah, that's did even it, worse. Did it, was it like. Cause I always picture like when that's about to happen, when I see like an open container being swirled way too close to our gear, I immediately picture like smoke and sparks and like immediate flames. Like everything is bursting into flames, but yeah, no, it was, uh, it was okay. That's it right. still worked. That's good. Uh, so you're going to love it. I don't it have that pedal board anymore. Friday. Uh. 
Freaky Friday. That's how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, on Wee Freaky Friday, and you get to experience all the things I'm worried about all the time. It's like, oh, right. I left I left the bathroom light on, and in my head, you see all the smoke and the sparks. <laughs> like, that's what's going to happen if I leave a light on. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> well, all right. So, so you were assaulted. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I didn't press charges. <laughs> uh, I just, I don't know what makes people think that that's okay. I don't know. Alcohol makes people think this that's true. okay. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. It's yeah. all good, though. I mean, I get it. People are having fun. I don't, it's whatever, you know? Yeah. You're way, so. you're way better than me. I'm like, I have no tolerance. I don't know. And I would, well, I would love uh, to say I've got, it's good. That's like, <laughs> I've gone there in my old age, but like, it's not, I've always been like that. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just kind of look at it like, I don't know, we wouldn't have a job without those people. So like, yeah, wow, you're right. Whatever. Yeah, you're totally right. I agree with that to a point, but my bodily autonomy comes first, which is why I guess I don't do your job. So (laughs) what is it? What does my opinion even matter in this? I mean, I guess I can see what you're saying. If you're like, eh, I didn't feel like anything horrible was done. I didn't feel super violated. It was inappropriate, but like, eh, you know, they pay the bills, but I can also see being like, "Mm, is getting the bills paid worth that for me? Nah, probably not. I mean, if it was worse, then I'd be like, all right, yeah, I got a problem with that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I told my wife, she was like, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's good. That's good that she's, she's supportive. Is, is she oh, yeah. musical at all? She's, I know she's, a um, write, she's a writer, right? So. But. Yeah. She, she writes like stories and stuff, but she, I, I wouldn't say she's like musical per se. Mm-hmm. She's got the athletic gene, like hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like she was captain of the varsity soccer team in high school. Like nice. that was that was not me. Yeah. That was. <laughs> yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So she understands the musician life though. Like she's cool. Obviously. She cool does now. Headed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. She yeah. fucking better. Yeah. Yep. She know. gets it now. No, she, she like, she doesn't come out to every, every gig, but she comes out with like her girlfriends to the gigs and stuff and yeah. they have fun and you yes. know. Yeah. Uh, what other things have you seen and heard? Like what? At your gigs that you want to talk about. At my gigs. <laughs> um, I've seen and heard a lot of things. I mean, I'm, you know. <laughs> I need like, I mean, a lot of ours, I always, a lot of them come back to like horrible sound or gear issues and oh, God, I've sound had that. people and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, um, I'm trying to think. Like I, I used to use a wireless guitar thing and Tom can attest to this quite a bit. Oh, no. um, the thing, it was just like a cheapo one and I'd be like in the middle of a solo, the thing would just go out. Boom. I'd be like, what the, I'd look oh, at Tom and be like, dude, it's you. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. Tom always does that. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. But I, I remember it's actually the weekend six string open. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just know that I, I'm not really sure. Like, exactly what the right story is so i'm not gonna like talk details that i don't know about but all i know is something happened with the original sound guy and they couldn't they decided not to move forward with him mm-hmm. and i'm sure you guys have heard stories too mm-hmm. so i was supposed to play oh. the first the, oh is, oh let, <laughs> we'll talk about this when we hang up because now <laughs> yeah, okay. i want to know yeah um, there was a lot because so six string is it was toby keith's 
Correct. And then it it's Patriot Place, right? And then it turned oh, to yep. Six Strings. So they they already had like this big stage and like everything. They were already really set up for live music, and they had regular bands and everything. And they closed, if I remember correctly, wasn't it like super abrupt that they just like. That Toby's closed. Yeah, I've heard like stories weird. about why that happened too. Yeah, um, but like I said, yeah. I don't know definite, so I'm not same, gonna like same. I just remember like there were people booked, and it seemed like it seemed super abrupt, and people had like gigs like that same weekend or like really close that were just like okay, like what what just happened? So it was right. it was already like kind of dramatic and like there was some shit swirling already and then six string opened and then yeah right. so yeah so then their mm-hmm. first weekend yes yeah, something happened with the sound guy something happened and so like i was scheduled to play the first saturday night there um with Ooh. annie Brobst. i was opening for her mm-hmm. and y- you guys know how awesome she is she draws mm-hmm. a huge crowd and yeah um so we're super stoked and like um the day of the gig it was like the night before that all that all that went down mm-hmm. and so like I'm getting calls from people like, Hey, what's your setup? What's this? What's that? And I'm like, ah, like <laughs> this is my amps. This is this, this is whatever. And you know, there was just all this chaos going on and there was a chance that we weren't going to be able to play mm-hmm. because they weren't sure that they could, um, they could mic two bands and go through sound check and all that. Luckily we got to play because um, a kid, I don't know if you guys know Aiden Reardon, Mm-hmm. Um, he runs the AR project. He's another sound guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's like 18. He like literally just graduated high school. And so they told us they have this 18 year old kid and where everyone's kind of nervous. So like we have an 18 year old running our town here. Tonight. <laughs> but let me tell you this kid, it was flawless. It nice. was the kid stepped in and he like fixed the mess. I think he like ran like new cables and whatever, like he snaked new things. Like he, he spent the day there and he like fixed it and, what was would have been a complete disaster he completely changed it and you know that's awesome that's scary. so that that's was cool really, so that was a crisis averted so. that's scary though like if you're getting calls like day of like hey um how many people are in the band and how many mics do you need and you're like holy fuck like after you've already probably given your your stage, stage plot and stage all that. plot your input list or whatever like yeah, that's a little unsettling. I mean, I right. I feel like any time that there's even like a house sound system, Tom still insists on packing our entire system in the car, like just in case, because yeah. he like can't handle other people. Well, that's what we do at Loretta's because we, we like <laughs> yeah. to have Tom run the board because yeah. like he knows us, he knows our songs, he knows, you know, what levels we need and stuff. So we always use him and like I've noticed that like he just brings everything just in case, you know, <laughs> even though we use the house sound at Loretta's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, aren't you, aren't you, you are doing prepared. sound at Loretta's? Like, what? why is the car full? Why do you start packing the car at, like, 2 p.m.? What are you doing? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a lot of gear. Yeah. He's just yeah. being prepared. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, like, you know, there's been times, like, um, I'm sure, like, you guys have had, like, monitors go out or something like that. You just can't hear yourself. Yeah. You know? And, oh, yeah. like, there was one time we decided to do something way out of the ordinary. And, like, my guitarist was going to sing, and we're going to do Stacy's Mom because it's, like, no one would expect it from a country band. Mm-hmm. And like, we're like playing it. And like my guitarist is singing. I couldn't hear anything because my guitar was not coming out of my monitor. Oh. I was in the wrong key the did whole you, song. Did you, <laughs> so, move, did you switch? Did you switch spots? Well, I didn't know till like halfway mm-hmm. through when like the guitar solo came and goes, dude, just stop playing. You're in the wrong key. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, like, I, bet no one, I bet no one saw that coming from a country. <laughs> 
on. <laughs> or they did, and that's what they expected. <laughs> Didn't he just die, the guy who wrote that song? Really? I think so. Aww. Yeah, he died of, of COVID. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, oh. Also, Great Scott is closing. I don't know if we've talked about that. Are they, though? Here. Because I've seen yep. it. Yes, no, yes, no. We saved it. We they, didn't. Nope. What's happening? It's not. No? I guess I just saw today that they signed, someone else signed a lease. They found a new buyer. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I never played there. Me neither. My br- I've been there. My brother's band played there like way back when. But yeah. Yeah, it's sad. That's too bad. I don't think it'll be, you know, it's not the first. I don't think it's going to be the last, unfortunately. No. Like, I, uh, that can hang well, on through all of this, but I mean, who knows? Maybe another like similar venue will go in there. I think it's yeah. the other thing too. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to look at it and go like, Oh shit, that space is gone forever. But you know, it could, someone else could fill the space and yeah, that's true. And uh, do it justice. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get my personal assistant out of here. He's been a real, <laughs> <laughs> nuisance his name is franklin and he's yes. a dog yeah. franklin franklin yeah, franklin franklin the dog he has one name like Cher, and he's <laughs> just as just as much of a diva like Cher <laughs> slash legend i know i know um so okay so brad paisley is like is he still your number one number one is he still your Yeah, idol? I think he'll always like Yeah. You always have like that favorite artist of all time. <laughs> your first like my love. favorite artist of the day, like always changes. Yeah. Um yeah. but all time for sure. Like Brad Paisley, Dirk Bentley, Keith mm-hmm. Urban, you know, like mm-hmm. Brooks and Dunn, you know, like that those those kind of kind of people, you know. Mm-hmm. But like right now, like like dang, like my, I think on my Spotify daily mix, like it's all mostly just like Ryan Hurd. Like I just love Ryan Hurd. I don't know how you guys feel, but like Yeah. He was actually the last concert I saw before. Oh, really? That was a good one to end it. And um, yeah, that's again like my sister and I like we just we both like his his sound, his music, and I he's just a wordsmith. I love his writing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. Are you writing? I, I was supposed so he was supposed to open for Marin, and yeah. I had we had tickets to see her in. Okay. June and that got it got pushed to September and then it got pushed to next year. So like, oh no, uh, yeah. Um, so but it'll happen. I've, I have never I haven't seen him live. Um, so that'll be it's not a good show. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Where did you? Oh sorry. Go ahead. Oh where did you see him? Um, at the Paradise Rock Club. I love awesome. Paradise. It's my favorite. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's like intimate. It's it's great. Yeah. I I would rather see a show yeah. there than Gillette. Same. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. We agree with that. Yeah, Our easy. official, the official podcast stance on stadiums of any kind is just no. Yeah. <laughs> just no. I can't just even. No. I mean, I don't get me wrong. Stadiums are fun because like you get to interact with the crowd and yeah. Like, like I said, I don't know if you've ever been to CMA fest, but they pack Nissan stadium for four nights no. of just every artist you can think of. And it's just a blast. So <sighs> yeah, it, I, <laughs> it's to me, it's, it's like, even just all downtown, just I've seen like the pictures from it and stuff. We were there right before it one year, but yeah. I don't know. It just seems too crowded, too crowded for me. It's too like it's, it's crowded, but it's all people like us, either musicians yeah. or people that just love music. So you yeah. just everyone's there for the same reason. You yeah, know? that's what I've found. Like in Nashville, it's why I mean we love it and like you know have our second home there. Um, but 
I feel like even the crowd, like when the bars are crowded, it's not like it when it's crowded in Boston, like when it's crowded right. in Boston, it's like, I immediately oh. feel like this, like low grade, like, like anxiety, yeah, panic. like hijack, yeah. like, re- like I'm constantly looking yep. for like, okay, where's the fight going to break out? Who's going to like throw yep. a glass? Like what asshole is going to like piss off some other asshole? Like who's going to have word, like whatever. But in Nashville, I feel like, I mean, obviously there are assholes everywhere and there are good people everywhere. This is not like a blanket statement, Mm but from the most part, like for the most part, like the vibe in Nashville is more like it's fun. People are there to have a good time. A lot of people are on vacation and they're music lovers or they're musicians themselves. And I just feel like it's like like Southern hospitality, you know? Yeah. There's, there's an element of that for sure. It's like, it's less stressful (laughs) to be in that. that Now, when you go to Nashville, do you still go, go down to like lower Broadway and that kind of thing? So we will only, <laughs> we pretty much only will do Broadway like during the day or during the week at night. Like I, yeah. I will, I, you will not see me there on a Friday or Saturday night No, or like no, no it's way. hard, but like we'll, we'll go see shows like at the Ryman or something. So we'll do like, you know, we might do like a quick, like walk around Broadway. I still just think it's, uh, I think the musicians down there are just, so talented and it's just crazy that you can walk down the street and see like you can walk down the street and see within like a 30 foot radius you can see like more talent than like (laughs) probably like all of boston myself included in that like you know it's just it's it's crazy and it's just such a cool it's amazing you know and like it's sad that like a lot of those people will never you know get discovered or anything like that you know yeah yeah, I know it is. It's like if you if you start thinking about it too much, it gets a little depressing. And I have I've had friends that have have gone down and who have gotten into that circuit and and I've just seen them ride like the high and they get like they're super into it. It's amazing. Like there's definitely a high and then there's definitely normally a crash that's like, okay, now Ooh. this is just like because you're, you get paid mainly on tips and you have to play anything that's requested if they give a tip. Like, so you're, you are a jukebox and you're like a slave to the people, which like can be pretty And they're fun. long gigs. Mm-hmm. They're long, right? They're like at least four hours. And so, and a lot of them are playing doubles, like two different places in a day and stuff. Cause it's all like the same owners that own, you know, groups of bars. So they book kind of like the same people and you just have like no... You have no creative control. Exactly. Yeah, it's not yeah. about you. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is like, I think it would be fun. Like once in a while, it sounds like, like what you do with Tim and Jim, like it's like, that's, that's fun. That's cool. Like doing requests, doing like just winging stuff, like taking tips for requests. I like doing that like once in a while, but I don't think I could right. do it like twice a day. Like but you have some mod. Yeah. You have some modicum of control over whether or not you choose to play a song, but it sounds right. like, yeah when yeah the artist working down there it's like you fucking have to play what people say to play or you're screwed and you're right. not gonna get yeah paid yeah. i don't know would you would yeah. you would you do it tim would you be able to do that, that no life? way no <laughs> way uh-uh what is it because like you? honestly like music is it's a release for me it's a stress reliever it's fun if it if it's like a job and it's stressful then i don't want to do it anymore mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that, that's how i feel you know yeah that's fair I think that's fair. And there are people who can do it for a job and they love it and that's fine. But I I also think it's fine to draw a line and say, I don't want this to be my job. I want this to be my hobby and I want to have boundaries and limits and 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, I, you know, people always tell me they're like, well, you know, you're going to sell out Gillette stadium someday. You're going to do this, you know, whatever. Like, and if I do great, but I, I always say, say to people, I'm like, if this is as far as I go, mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. You know, or like, maybe you could sell out Gillette Stadium for your TED Talk. Like, you know, let's not. <laughs> That's great. I don't know what I talk about, that. but. <laughs> not limit ourselves. Well, you got time. You got your whole life to figure out a TED Talk. That's true. That's true. Well, I got a couple. I could definitely uh, pitch a couple. I, oh, yeah. I think, I mean, I, I love that. I think I relate to that really, really hard because I think I've talked about it on this podcast too, like before you know, you release like I, the, my last um, release album release, people are like, Oh, that's like, it's great. So like, what, what's the next step? Like, what do you do with it now? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I, like, like I just, like this, right. Like I released it. I don't know. What do you want me to do with it? Like, that was the thing. Like, I don't know. Keep, keep writing, keep playing the songs, record more songs, play them out live. I don't right. know, like just, yeah. but people, I think, assume that if you're a musician or that you, if you play out that like your, your goal is to try to get to sell out, you know, the, the stadium, right. like as soon as possible. Which would be it's awesome. Like, like that would be great. Maybe. But yeah. But. Oh, I like, I just feel like if you stay grounded and authentic, people will like, if, if you're the kind of person that's, I don't know, I don't really like try to shove everything in people's faces kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm just doing my thing. If you like it, great. If you don't, whatever. It's it's all good, you know? Yeah. Not everybody loves everything. Right. So. But totally. everybody loves Raymond. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> do you... Wow. Do you have... They do, though. That's just science. Do you have, like, a, a, a typical day job? I do. I'm actually a high school teacher. What? Oh, my goodness. I know. Wait. <laughs> Twist of fate. I, wait, wait, wait. How did I not know that? What do you teach? Um, I'm actually a shop teacher. So um, oh, my shop shit. is painting and design. So I teach a lot of um, CAD and architecture. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How did we not? This is a whole other side of you. I don't I don't like I don't wait, post about it. So. <laughs> do you know CAD? Do you know like CAD cam design software? I don't use that. Um oh. I use like AutoCAD or Chief Architect and stuff like that. I'm I know someone. Uh, we'll save this for later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So do you? I like know that? of. Yeah. Oh. The what? <laughs> Terry. <Next>? Terry's trying. <laughs> Terry's like trying to bite her tongue. Do you do you like it? Do you like teaching? High oh, school? I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it, and um, you know the kids are great, and it's at it's at a Vogue Tech High School that's. Um, it's kind of competitive to get in. So the kids that are I'm Ooh. teaching like want to be there, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. Um, and it's actually where I graduated from. So that makes it even better. Oh, cool. So, I love yeah. that. That's cool. I love yeah. vocational and agricultural high schools. I wish they were mo- a little bit more, I, I don't know if mainstream is the right word, but like a little bit more popular in yeah. the United States. Same. They really, or at least maybe in this area. And they're just, yeah, mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Right. Tom went to a yeah. vocational school and yeah. I can tell you like he, I mean, he was working in his trade and it's been just, just the actual like trade that he like, like focused in. But I I don't know if that's how a lot of the vocational schools work, but like the first year he had to take like a little bit of everything. Like they make everybody do like a little bit of everything so you can really get a feel for it. And like just all the little, like 
basics of like plumbing and electric, electric, like electric, <laughs> electricianing. No. <laughs> electricianing? That's what I wanted to say. What the hell word. high school did you go to? I know. Because I, this is... I went to the private school, so I should. This be. is not. This is not an endorsement for that high school. <laughs> Jesus, I paid to go to high school. Shit. Oh boy, electricity. Get your money back. Electricity, electric, <laughs> but it's not electricity. Like he's not electrical, electrical? electrician, electrical, electrical. Electric. <laughs> okay, Holy whatever. shit. Whatever. All right. Also, Carpentry. get your money back from UMass. <laughs> I feel like we you need your money back. My my yeah. <laughs> Clearly go to the Vogue over the private school because this is what you get, people. But it's really? it's so helpful. Like, oh my god, I yeah, he can just he can do anything. Like fix anything, make anything. I'm like, I want this thing to be in our house and he's like, Okay. And then he <laughs> like makes it happen. Or I'm like, This thing's broken and he's like, Not anymore. It's just send them here. Yeah, right. Oh, he has a list here. Don't don't you worry. Yeah, I got a list here too. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) But I love it honestly. Like I I love building stuff and like. Do you you work with quarantine? I told my wife, I'm like, just so you know, I'm not gonna sit here and do nothing. I'm gonna do house projects this whole time. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I put down like a new floor. I built like a patio, a fire pit, and like just like fun. That sounds nice, Sean. Oh, he can't hear me. (laughs) I know. Tom, yeah. Come on, Sean. Step up. Accomplished a lot. Do you work on your own instruments? Like, do you take your guitars and amps and shit apart? And like, no. 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 (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Does Tom do that? I mean, yeah. He fixed my Nord. I had to sell it, and it was having issues. He took the whole fucking thing apart and had it all open. Like, he was doing surgery on it. I'm like... I don't even think I could find all the screws to like unscrew it. To, like, take, I would never, I'd be like, I'd pull nope. it apart and like, I don't know. But yeah, he's, he does lots of shit like that. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. Like I, my amp, I'm just, nope. That's if it needs, if, if it needs something, I'll send it to someone. To, yeah. But like, if I need something send done on the house, then I'm not paying anybody to do it. I'll do it myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're 50, 50 on that. I'll do most of the stuff myself, but something I will not do is a electric, <laughs> electrico, electricity, electric, electric, can't it's electric. Can't. Oh, yes. can't. Oh, uh, nothing electrical. I won't let Sean fucking touch it. Don't yeah, stay change, the hell away from it. a light bulb. Uh, I make him change all the light bulbs because I don't like doing. <laughs> Too hot. Oh my god. We yes. Have, we have a light. We have this light. Put the light off. You're good. <laughs> but then it's dark and you can't see it. You got a phone with a flashlight, don't you? I'm very afraid I'm going to turn it the wrong way and I'm going to break the glass and oh, I see the smoke. We have talked about my disorder. I have a severe chronic anxiety disorder. Righty and I tidy. Think- I, know. I think everything's going to kill me or like, I'll just squeeze it a little too hard and it'll shatter. And then like my hand will get all scratched and then all my teeth will fall out for some reason. <laughs> That's a horror movie. Yeah. That's a dream. Yes. That's nuts. Yeah. You just, you just lived my life there. Oh. Wow. We, we have a light in our condo in Nashville that is at the top of the stair, the stairs. And you can't, it's super high. Like you can't reach it. And it's like one of those like dome, like lights or whatever. 
It's super high. There's no way you can reach it. And the <laughs> the bulb went out and we have no idea what to do. Cause like, I'm not going to buy a huge fucking ladder for like down there. Like if it was obviously here, like we live here, like I'm not, I can't. And then it has to be like a ladder that can go on stairs. Like, I just don't even know. I'm like, what the fuck? It, we're just not going to have a light there ever, ever again. Cause I, I don't know what to do with it. There's no way I'm like, can we get like one of those little grabber thingies, but you like can't it's nope, never. So it's just out forever. But every now and then I think about it, that poor light. You just got to live in the dark forever. <laughs> Apparently. Um, do you have anything else you want to share with us? <laughs> Any performance memories that you want to get out now? Hmm. You don't have to, but you can. Um, all right, well, I'll give you one more. So, you know, I saw like my first show at Indian Ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, and the coolest thing was last September, I got to actually play at Indian Ranch and play on the same stage. And um, the song that like I, the most distinct song I remember Brad Paisley playing was Little Moments. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, this is cool. So I told that whole story about like how this is where I saw my first show when I was on stage at Indian Ranch. And I sang Little Moments. And the coolest part was the whole crowd sang right along with me. I'm like, this is... Thing, you know so that was uh that was pretty neat you're like i can go this is you come full circle yeah that, that's actually that's exactly what i posted i said this is my full circle moment you know, so. yeah that's really cool yeah that was pretty neat that is awesome yeah that's well, a yeah. cool that's a cool venue too so to yeah i like it there yeah it's okay. not far from my house either so that's that's good too okay yeah so cool all right then with that in mind it's time for me to ask you all what are you listening to (laughs) (laughs) do you need a minute (laughs) i know well i'm gonna like okay so i don't even know why i have to look i'm just gonna be super honest because um i've been listening to a lot of podcasts because at the beginning of quarantine my like podcast listenership (laughs) or listening time like totally went down because I wasn't like I'm not driving and like my typical things where I would listen I'm not doing so I've been doing more of just listening to podcasts like while I'm doing stuff around the house or whatever while I'm working or whatever um but then real realistically this week what's been playing uh out loud and then even not because when it's not playing out loud it's in my fucking head because it's and it's just cycling through my head constantly is fucking Hamilton because it com- the movie version I know comes out next week and well yeah the end when when is this this episode yeah it'll next be the end week. of this end next of the week, week right yeah uh, on July third I think How about that yeah it's the day crazy. before the fourth of July yeah so Tim I know you don't like musicals but like I'm but sorry. neither I- do I <laughs> I know are you familiar with Hamilton at all. Ish, like I've Ish. heard of it. Okay, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's not like a music musical. It's like it's ten dollars. Like, because Terry, you don't like musicals either. Really. I can't. I not only do I not like musicals. Musicals mostly make me mad. Like <laughs> I, I can't even. I can't even tolerate them. Yeah. Yep. And I resisted, except for I do love Rent. And uh, I resisted Hamilton for so long and I wish I had let it in my life earlier. It's so perfect. It's like, it's, it's a hip hop, it's hip hop music. And there's like, they're like beautiful, like R and B type ballads. And then there's like lots of like rap and it's all based on the life of Alexander Hamilton and like the revolutionary war and stuff. So it's historical. And it's cool, but it's like, that's interesting. It's like the story is cool. Cause it's like, 
you know, historical, but then the, the, the wording and the, like, obviously the, the style is all modern. So they like bring the stories really like into modern day. Mm -hmm. And there's like a lot, a lot of, a lot of rap and hip hop and just really cool, like beats and crossover stuff. So very, very unique. It's It's, very, yeah. yeah. unbelievable it's it's, they filmed it um they filmed the stage the the original broadway cast of it and i think it was 2016 and they were planning on like putting out this the movie version of it like next year but then they decided to move it up so it's coming out on july 3rd kind of like in conjunction with the fourth of july the revolution blah 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 um but i yeah so i've just been like listening to it and then thinking about it and it's just in my head i can't wait we want to like i think we're going to set up like we have a projector in the screen yeah. in the backyard and we want to do we're like doing. really on the weekend yes, yes yeah. we can't wait we have yeah. our so we like we always watch movies did you hear me just watch the zapruder film for the first time yes um <laughs> so we watch movies in the backyard and like we always set them up and like we watched a couple we watched that thing you do last week the best um fun fact the main character of that movie is from east bridgewater um near where i grew up yeah he's from east bridgewater and that was like the big thing at the time when that movie came out everyone was like he was in the eb band he was in the eb high band like (laughs) um but we're like we're getting our plans ready for hamilton specifically like we've been prepping that area so when we watch hamilton and we're like trying to figure out the best time like when the sun goes down so we can start it and we can see it well and like oh we cannot wait we're so excited it's gonna fucking rain just because we're all excited like whatever whatever anyway so hamilton yeah that's what Mm -hmm. i'm listening to how about how about you guys what well i mean tim you said lots of ryan hurd right is what you're that's yeah i was just looking at my spotify right now like top three is like ryan hurd um listen a lot of blake shelton today while i was working Nice. And then, uh, honestly, I've been listening to Throwback Big and Rich lately. I don't know why, huh. but just very, like, out of left field, you know. Uh, and then Brett Eldridge, too, you know, because he's got new music out, too. So. Nice. But, like, I don't, I'm, like, I like the new Brett Eldridge stuff because it's kind of like Frank Sinatra, Billy Joelish. Yeah. But it's different, so it's cool. It is. Yeah. But then, you know, of course, like, back to Brooks and Dunn and Paisley and Dirks. And, mm-hmm. I'm all over the map. Yeah. So. Throwback. Within country. Within country. Yeah. My wife always says, she goes, you never listen to anything else except for country. It's <laughs> like, I do. But like classic rock, like the Eagles, kind of a country. You know? <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. A lot of the classic rock bands, like if they came out now, they would totally be country. Like, 100%. Yeah. Right? Like the Allman Brothers are country. CCR is country. Leonard Skinner yeah. is country. Like, yeah. I think Leonard Skinner was always country. They're southern like rock. Southern rock. Southern but rock. Like, yeah. I mean, definitely it's nowadays. I mean, probably more America, uh, CSNY, even a little bit. Like, yeah. I don't know. Not my Neil Young. Not the why. <laughs> it's funny. I like CSNY, but I can't stand any of them alone. Oh, I like CSNY and then I like S and Y. S and Y. I had to like, I have to think of like who's the S. It is Stephen Stills. I gotta be completely honest. I have no idea who you're talking about. Oh, so. Crosby, Stills, <laughs> Crosby, Nash, Stills, and Nash, and Young. Oh, yeah. Duh. Okay. Yes. Yep. Thank and you. then they all go off and do their own shit. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like any iteration of CSNY. Ugh. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Anywho. All right. 
Um, Terry, what are you listening to? I have also been listening to a lot of podcasts in particular. Um, have you ever seen, uh, the Nick Kroll, John Mulaney show? Oh, hello. No, Oh no, I haven't seen that. Oh, it's on Netflix. It's a comedy bit. So typically I actually don't like John Mulaney. I like him as a writer. I don't like him as a performer and I mostly don't like to hear him talk because he has like kind of a smug way of talking, but I've come around on him a lot recently and Oh, hello. It was a Broadway show. It's a comedy show. It is the stupidest thing in the world and it's hilarious. And now they have a podcast. It's called Oh, hello, the podcast. Um, I think you would have to see Oh Hello the Show to enjoy the podcast. I don't think you can listen to the Oh Hello the Podcast without listening to Oh Hello. Um, but I've also been listening to Childish Gambinos Gambino Gambinos. <laughs> what is with you guys tonight? Album. <laughs> <laughs> the Electricants. Um, I keep forgetting what it's called too, because he dropped it on a surprise because Childish Gambino is always going, I'm retiring, I'm retiring, I'm retiring. JK, I guess he's shared too, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he keeps releasing stuff, but it is by far, I think he is the best rapper out right now. And um, it's really not a rap album, I'd say for him. It's by far like his most unique, but I can't even describe the sound. It's like a little bit electronic-y. I, I can't you gotta listen to it it's so unique it's so good it's like very intense and i i really like it it's a big change for him in his musical direction nice that's cool cool all right all right everybody here we are well <laughs> all right what do we always say terry we say if you like what you heard tell a friend and if you didn't like what you heard <laughs> tell your electricia can't <laughs> <laughs> and an enemy. And an enemy. Awesome. Cool. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Bye. Tim. Cool. Thanks for having me on, guys. Anytime. Keep gigging. Yeah. Always. Gig Tales. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, electrical? Nice. Electrical? Electrical, right? Like, Electricity, yeah. Electrical, I don't know. Electric, electricianing? I don't know what I was going to I couldn't <laughs> find the word.